0: Welcome to the Maximize Your Potential Podcast, where we demonstrate that you have unlimited potential, and when you maximize it every day, you will lead a life of happiness and fulfillment. Well, welcome to the latest episode of Maximize Your Potential with myself, Chris Baker, and today I'm introducing to you a fascinating young man the name of Carson Noll. Carson is a 17-year-old high school student, and his goal is to spread awareness for mental health and teenage suicide so that we can change the general perception of that in today's society. So, Carson, welcome, and thank you for for joining me on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I uh, really appreciate it. Cool, cool. So
0: Carson, tell me, um, tell me and, and, and the listeners your story. So they, they give us, give us like, uh, I mean, you're 17 years old, but what, what's your life story so far and, and, and what sort of, uh, what's your journey been like?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, growing up, I kind of had a normal childhood basically as any other person would. I, I never really dealt with mental health problems before my suicide attempt. Um, so one thing that I try and talk about when it comes to sharing my story is that you don't always have to have a longstanding battle with uh, depression or anxiety or any other mental illness to have a suicide attempt. Because what happened with me is I had always kind of been, uh, I like to achieve things at a high level, whether it be sports or school. And uh, what happened to me was... I failed, uh, like I failed a a test at school, I got injured, and I was out for sports. And it kind of just took away a sense of accomplishment for me, when uh, usually I like to do things at a high level. So uh, it kind of put me in a dark place very quickly to the point where I felt like being on this earth was not an option anymore. And I attempted suicide. So one thing that I like to talk about is it can happen that fast. It doesn't have to be a a really long-standing battle with uh, mental illness.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Carson, do you mind me asking, how old were you when you attempted suicide? Uh, I was fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. Yeah. So, I was in eighth grade. Wow. Okay. So, so let's talk, talk, talk then about the 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 things that led to that. Like you said, it, it wasn't a long-standing battle. It was a you know it came came across quickly. So, just talk about that, and you know how did that happen, and um, you know,
1: what did you learn from that experience as well? Yeah, so there, there wasn't any one specific uh, thing that led up to it. Mostly it was kind of a few little things that took away my sense of high achievement. And at the time, I was not prepared to deal with those things. So like I said, I had failed a test in school Or usually I was a straight A student. Uh, I was a good hockey player. I was a good football player. I got injured. I broke my arm. So I had to sit out for a while. And then I was used to just doing everything basically perfectly as as much as I could. And what happened was I ended up getting in some trouble with my parents too. And I thought that I had let them down. And that was uh, something I wasn't prepared to deal with at the time. Um, and then obviously I felt like I was not uh, worth being here anymore. Uh, so I attempted suicide on March 4th, 2017. Uh, And there's a lot of things I've learned from it. I think the main thing I've learned going back to, like I said, I wasn't prepared to deal with those feelings at the time. Um, After my suicide attempt, I felt like I failed even more, like, because I had let my family members down. Like, I had put them through uh, the agony of not knowing if I was going to live or not or what was going to happen to me in the future. And I felt that is a big failure for me. Mm -hmm. But as time has gone on since the attempt, I've kind of learned how to deal with those kinds of
0: feelings. Okay. Wow. So, so give us a, so what, how, how do you, how have you learned to deal with those feelings? Give some, some sort of tips now. So if there, if there's any sort of teenagers that are listening or parents of teenagers that, that, that may sort of think that this sort of thing could be going on, what, what are the tips that you, that you would, uh, you would give them?
1: Yeah, for sure. There's uh there's definitely a few things. Uh, one thing that I kind of uh, learned is that uh, a good thing to do, like kind of when you wake up is just be thankful for the things that you have during that day, because even on my worst days, like in the hospital or during surgeries or when I felt like a failure after my attempt, I just reminded myself, it could be so much worse. Like I could, I could be dead right now. I could be, I could be in a coma. I could have worse injuries So kind of, I'm sure everyone has something positive going in their life. So like, just try and be thankful for that. That's one thing I really focus on.
0: Yeah, it's it's true. Um, Remember the good. So so yeah, there there is always there there is always something good that you can focus on, right? And and if you if you focus on that, you're moving forward. And I've talked about this in um, in other. Teachings and so on I've done, where, where a lot of people, the majority of people, will be stuck in the memory of something that's happened, right? And they're trying to break away from that instead of looking to what they're moving towards, right? Which is which is the good thing. So, um, so that that's a that's a great 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 thing to do. So being thankful. Is there any anything else that you that you would give a, advice to 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 a teenager?
1: yeah just kind of remember that um specifically for people who kind of felt the same way i did that uh, no one's perfect like everyone everyone makes mistakes no matter how big or small they are um someone's made that same mistake at some point so like you just kind of you accept it and it's okay to be it's okay to feel upset about it but in my opinion uh no mistake is worth taking your own life over
0: yeah so do, do you think that that teenagers in this this situation do you think they feel alone right do you think they feel that it's just them and that nobody else is going through this
1: yeah uh for sure that's that's how i felt so like one of my main things is i i'm hoping that my videos and this podcast obviously can reach out to those people who do feel like they're alone because yeah. they're not i'm i i was in that same place I felt the same way they did, and I'm still here today, so they can still be here the next day as well. So I hope this can be to them for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's so true because we, you know, again, I, the the recent summit I did highlighted that that the you know as a I think Corinne actually with, was saying that 66 percent of, of students are, are on the this spectrum of something where something is going on in their life, right? Yeah, um, for sure. And so. So you're definitely not alone. You are you are one of probably the majority in all in all effect. But, but people definitely. tend to keep those emotions and feelings locked up, right? So let us talk about your videos. I know you do videos on TikTok and YouTube, correct?
1: Yep, that's correct.
0: All right. So so what's the you, you know your goal is to spread awareness for mental health and teenage suicide and change that general perception. So. So how are you doing that through the the these videos? What what sort of, and what sort of response have you had
1: from the videos? Um, there's been a few things I've done so far. I started off kind of just by sharing my story. So I wasn't immediately an advocate for spreading awareness for it. I just wanted uh, to share my story because the first thing I want to do was, if people were in a spot where they were uh, considering attempting suicide, I was hoping that. Maybe one of my videos would get to them and they would reconsider, which thankfully it has. Um, And then after that, I got amazing responses from those videos I started posting. The support was insane. I had uh, thousands of comments saying, Mm -hmm. you know, support and positivity. And then kind of after that, I realized that I have a platform here where I can help change the perception that mental illness is something that you can't talk about or suicide attempts are bad or that you need to keep your feelings in because um well, obviously when I attempted I wish that I had talked to someone or let my feelings out because I wasn't alone and a lot of people have these feelings and it is okay to let people know that you are feeling that and I think that's definitely a big thing is that people should share how they're feeling more like mental health isn't something to be ashamed of and a suicide attempt isn't something to be ashamed of.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, so you would say at, at the time, obviously, you said afterwards that you had that feeling of even more of a failure and letting down your parents more and, and that you weren't worthy. Um, how, how, did you, how did you get over that? What, what, what was the, the things that, that led to you getting over those feelings?
1: Well, as you said before, it's, it's, uh, it's easy to get stuck on the memory. And obviously, my attempt was over three years ago at this point. And for a while, I was stuck on that. I was in a bad place uh, after that because I didn't deal with mental health issues before. Afterwards, I have dealt with depression and anxiety probably um, from the event and the trauma. But honestly, uh, one thing that's definitely helped me uh, get over that is helping people through TikTok and YouTube because I've had multiple people reach out to me saying that I helped them or I helped someone they know like discourage them from attempting suicide. And kind of one thing I thought is if I can genuinely like save lives, that's a redeemable thing in my opinion. So like, yeah, yeah, I messed up. I hurt people, but now I'm using that experience to help more people, which means a lot to me.
0: Yeah. That's huge really. And it's, it's interesting because you, you know, you you probably had to go through that experience to be able to help other people, right? And it and it wasn't yeah. a pleasant experience to go through. Right? I I know that, right? And well, I, I haven't been there, so I can't know what it feels like, right? But I can imagine the the the, the pressures and everything on you to, to do that. Um, what's the, the, the Do you mind me asking what the relationship been like with your parents, sort of like before and after the 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 suicide? <laughs>
1: Um, I've always been pretty close to my parents, and uh, obviously, they kind of, uh, as I don't think they should, but they kind of took some blame for my suicide attempts, like thinking they should have protected me. And obviously, it was my choice and my decision. But the first thing that we talked about when I woke up in the hospital, I mean, I couldn't talk physically at the time, I had to write on a board. But we all agreed, that one of the first things we agreed on was that we were going to forgive each other and that yeah we made mistakes but we're gonna move past it and we still love each other and honestly after the attempt our relationship has been a lot more open because if i am feeling down or if i'm i'm having mental health issues i go to them immediately and we can have a a talk about
0: it yeah that again that, that that's huge and i think the the word that stands out in in all of that for me is that forgiveness yeah uh, for it's, sure it's forgiveness um forgiveness of each other but forgiveness of yourself as well right because you you would have to forgive yourself for those feelings that you were having of of letting letting down your parents right and not being able to forgive yourself for that and <clears throat> and your parents again the the forgiveness there because you're right they they would undoubtedly have felt some guilt right and and responsibility for um for what you've been through so so that's that's true and I love how you say that. When you you feel that now, you're you're open and you talk. So one of the things that that I think as um, as human beings is we're not taught to to share our emotions and our feelings, right? We've, especially, I mean, I'm British. <laughs> British are well known for like keeping their feelings sort of close close to their chest, so to speak. And it's one of the things that that I've had to learn to to open up that because I, I've um, whilst I haven't been through what you've been through, I've definitely been through some dark dark places and yeah you know, i I share in my book and i i've shared shared in my story previously there there's been a couple of times where I have contemplated uh suicide but I've never actually never actually taken it so I've, yeah but but i i can I can understand to a degree those feelings that you had and I had to forgive myself and I had to forgive other people right because I was holding on and harboring some uh some of those feelings so um so what what's your what's your future look like? What are you looking to to achieve in the future? And obviously, you're looking to, to again in, uh, in, increase the awareness here. But what, what what's your dreams and ambitions now, Carson? Um,
1: so up until a few weeks ago, I wasn't exactly sure. But ever since I've uh, started posting videos, uh, obviously spreading awareness for mental health and the stigma around suicide, it's been it's been a great thing for me and I'm I'm honestly considering the future doing something with this. Um, Obviously I built up uh, a platform on both TikTok and YouTube. So for now I'm going to continue using those uh, to spread my message. But in the future, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what the future will hold in terms of this journey. Um, As long as I can keep spreading the message and sharing my story, and helping people with it, I plan on doing it at, at, to the point where I might make a career out of it. Obviously, I'm still young yet, and I don't know for sure. But if I can make a career out of this, it's it, I feel like it's a worthy thing, and I enjoy doing it. So that's kind of something I want to definitely keep doing in the future.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I can definitely see um, <clears throat> I can definitely see a future for you where you are. You are spreading that message, right? And you're you may be speaking on stages to to show people that you can overcome you can overcome adversity, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. um uh, I, I don't know if you if you're aware of a guy called Nick Foyevich that that is Australian Australian gentleman that was actually born without any arms or any legs, so
1: oh yeah,
0: literally no arms or no legs, and he now is goes and speaks all over the world specifically to to teenagers and youth. To say that listen you can overcome any any physical adversity and and so on and, and achieve anything you want to achieve and so you know as a, as a member of the John maxwell team I have some rights to to teach some of his material there as well and and it's a real inspiration and I can see you being somebody like that that that's something that might interest you in the future
1: yeah thank you i I definitely agree with that like I'm not sure where it'll take me but There's a lot of facets to my story like there's a there's a lot of things i can do with it and honestly as long as i'm helping people who need the help that were in a place that i was um i'll do whatever i need to do to to keep doing that
0: yeah yeah because i think one of the one of the challenges that we all face is that that we we tend to judge people on what we see right so we we judge people on the the what i call the front end right so it's the the physical appearance or and that could be a, a sports star, a film movie star or whatever, we see them as as being up on a pedestal and having everything, yet behind okay. the we don't know what's going on. And then again, people that, that have got like a, a, a physical um something physical that's not quote unquote normal. Again, we judge people based on that. And one of the, the things I've really been thinking on recently is Robin Williams, right? Robin Williams appeared to have everything. Right, he was like an amazing comedian, a great movie star, and again, everybody thought he had it set. But behind the scenes, he was obviously struggling with mental health, and he ended up obviously, you know, committing suicide. So, what what sort of what sort of experiences have you have you had with that, and anything that personally you know of, or anything that you've through the the comments that have come back to you from uh, from your videos, anything that that you could share for other people that are that are comparing themselves to to other people?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so one thing that you kind of said is we we like to judge people on the front end on like outward appearance,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, I'll I'll just share this right now. But my suicide attempt was the result of a gunshot to to my face, so I do have physical wounds on my face that are still healing. So obviously judging people on their physical appearance is something that I've had to deal with because if you don't know me and you're walking uh, past me on the street, I don't look like a normal person. So you're probably going to wonder what happened. Mm. But and one thing I was, I was a little worried about when I started sharing my story was that But then I realized because of the feedback I've gotten on my videos, is as long as I'm spreading positivity and a worthy message, which I think my message is worthy of being sharing. Yeah. That's what people are going to focus on. Uh, it's like, it, it really goes to show like it's on the inside. It's what's on the inside that counts because if, if you're spreading positivity, if you're sharing a good message, that's, what's going to get attention. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not your physical appearance or anything other than
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, fantastic fantastic advice and it's and it's a hundred percent true uh, and and I think we, we've all got to remember that because the, the sort of confidence is is something again um, self-confidence and self-awareness self-image is something a lot of teenagers struggle with yeah uh, you, you mentioned earlier that, that you had um, you, you know you had prior to the, the or, or prior to the the attempt. One of the things you had a sense of high achievement and you'd lost that you know for you sure. you were good at sports and 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 then you thought you'd let your parents down so is that to do with um like trying to live up to expectations that you think other people have got to you got for yeah. you yeah
1: yeah for sure um I mean, part of it is definitely who I am as a person. Like, I, I hold myself to high standards.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: also, there's other parts of it where it depends on who you are, obviously. But some people uh, are surrounded by people who expect them to just achieve high things. And that's not always an easy thing to deal with. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think through some of the conversations that I have, I've had with other teenagers and talking through with other... Um, other experts that, that deal with teenagers sometimes in fact probably a lot of times that perception that other people have got those high expectations for you the perception comes from the teenagers and the in actual fact other people are not putting that on you yeah. but you tend to to want to overachieve and perform to that level does that sound familiar to you
1: yeah that sounds exactly what was happening with me that was a really good description of that yeah
0: yeah, so I think that's, again, you know, listeners there, if your parents or your teenagers listening, that's a really important thing, right? And I think one of the things that's coming out of this conversation with Carson here is that it's have those conversations, right? Have the conversations between parents and teenagers and, and even teenagers to teenagers, right, with your peers, Have those conversations so that you understand that, really understand where everybody's coming from and, and improve that communication level. So, um well, some fantastic stuff passing here. so obviously, I mean there's there's so much more that we could talk about and and uh, at some stage, I'd love to have you you teach in one of my groups to um, share your message with teenagers that I work with. Um, but what anything else you want to share with people today that you think is is something relevant that they can understand or um, a question they should ask themselves or, or any anything really, anything you want to share.
1: Yeah, uh, I just want to leave you guys with this. Uh, first of all, thank you for listening. I really, I really appreciate uh, all the support. Um, the last thing I want to share is there's, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, there's everybody goes to dark places. I've been there. I'm, I'm sure everyone else has been there. But the important thing, like if you need to come back to this episode, please do. Please listen to this. Just remember, if you're ever feeling, in, like if you're ever feeling dark in one of those dark places. Just please remember that there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Things will get better. You can go through it and make it out on the other side. Uh, I think I'm living proof of that, that you can go through bad times and things will get
0: better. So that's kind of what I want to leave you guys with. Perfect, perfect. And um, Carson, what I'll do is I'll, I'll share in the episode notes, I'll share your TikTok um, Your um uh, profile and your youtube video so people can go there and, and again everybody go and, and follow carson right follow him on tiktok follow him on youtube subscribe on youtube um and let's spread this message out right because we want to get this out to to as many people as possible so you know please please do that so again carson thank you very much for taking the time today to share your story and to inspire other people it's uh, you you really are an inspiration yeah thank you so much for having me all right you're welcome Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximize Your Potential Podcast with myself, Chris Baker. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe so you get notifications as each new episode is released. And then if you could rate and review it on your podcast platform, that would be much appreciated. In addition, share the podcast with as many people as you think would benefit from these messages. I want to continually bring you these messages of hope and and application that you can put into your life so you can maximize your potential every day. In the show notes, is all my contact details if you want to reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to, uh, to help you and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Have a magical day and bye for now.